Hello guys, and welcome to McKendry Scary Stories. I'm joined with my co-host, Skylar Kramer, and today we have a very special guest, our roommate, Jespin Bishop, and he's going to be explaining to us um, probably one of the most terrifying stories that all three of us actually experienced when we were living at New Res West uh, on McKendry campus, and so we're just gonna jump right into it. Go ahead, Jespin, take us away with that story. Um, yeah, so basically it was right around this time, I think last year, we were getting ready to move out. We were doing our finals and everything. I'm sitting in my room, I'm on my computer, I'm typing out one of my last essays. And at night I look over and there's like a mark on my window. And I just, I was like, oh, weird. I don't remember doing that, but I need to clean that off before I leave. So I go over, I look at it. It, it looks like a hand. It's, it was a hand, it was, but it wasn't just any hand, it was a child's hand. So I put my hand up to it to, to like show a comparison. I have a picture of it and it's a toddler's hand and it's just there. And I immediately go to my roommates and I'm like, yo, do we have any toddlers in our room today or at any time? There's this handprint on my window. Like, where the hell did this come from? None of them said anything and it's, it was just confusing and we didn't know where it came from. So we go and try to wipe it off and it wouldn't wipe off. It was on the inside of the window, or the outside, we couldn't tell which, but we couldn't wipe it off, it was just there. And my first thought is, we went, immediately went to our roommate, Stowe, because we found out early in the year that he decided to start messing with us, and we started, like he would take our chairs and lower them, just small things to mess with us, or like take our pillows and switch them out. So we went to him and started interrogating him to figure out if it was him, but he wouldn't break, so we just kinda, I don't know. We, we don't know who it was, and it's kind of spooky. I don't, we live next to the graveyard, so we are assuming. Well, Jespin, as basically Eli and I were both roommates with you, um, we both remember this story pretty vividly, but um, did you have any more paranormal activity that might have, you know, related to this incident at all? Um, Earlier, I, I don't remember when it started, but whenever I'd go to bed at night, I, I always got this weird feeling. Like, it felt like someone was coming up to my bed and pushing down on the side of it. Like, my back would be to it always, but I always felt like someone was coming and pushing on my bed. So I'd flip over, look around, nothing, and then I'd try to go back to sleep and nothing would happen again. This all started after we went to our friend Stowe's, our roommate Stowe's house, and went up in the attic. It's the house is in Lebanon, and it's old. And we went, we said, "What the heck? Let's go up in the attic. Let's see what's up there." Went around, went up there. It was, yeah. It just started happening after all that. E Eli, do you think that, um, you know, living like basically next to a graveyard could have had? any influence on there being a child's hand or any paranormal activity being built so close to a graveyard oh yeah like no doubt in my mind that we that they did not build that like on a graveyard like there was definitely bodies that they definitely built it over and something that i think you both overlooked is the scariest part of that with it being on the outside we weren't on the first floor that was the worst part is mm -hmm. we were on the second floor and 
it was a pretty high second floor. I feel like it wasn't like a standard second floor. I feel like it was even higher than what would you consider standard. And, you know, being right there by the graveyard, it's just terrifying because you know it's that's where dead people are. And it's just terrifying to even think about that. And do you have people that believe, when I'm one of them, that wholeheartedly believe that we definitely built part of this school on top of graves? Well, then you can take out the second factor, as you know, there's trees outside of New Rez. But, Jespin, as, again, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but there was not a tree outside of your room. There wasn't one outside my room, but there was no, like, tree, so no one could have climbed and put a handprint mark Someone had to jump from the tree to put the handprint there because the branches were thin. Like, you could see the tree from my room, but all the branches there were thin. They were... It was not a tree that, like, a normal-sized person would be able to climb. Like, not any college student that I know. This was... For anyone who wants to find out, it's room 215 in McKendry, New Res East. Mm-hmm. Room B. Don't know if the handprint's still there, but... And did you ever try to wash off the handprint? Or, like, maybe it was just, like, grease, or maybe it was, you know, like, just the oils from your hands, but did you ever try to, like, wash it off? I After I tried once, I didn't touch it again. I did not want to mess with it. So do you think it could still be there to this day? Possibly. Yeah, that's maybe something we... In the future, we'll have to go look out and see if that is still there. And I know we'll, we'll transition a little away from Jesper's story, and we'll go to Skylar. And Skylar, you have a very nice computer setup, and you shouldn't have technical difficulties with it. But when we're sleeping, I know you do, so do you want to go ahead and explain those? Of course, Eli. Um, living at West right now, I thought we'd get you know away from the more paranormal activities. But I mean, nothing really was out of the ordinary when we first moved in. It was um, you know just normal, typical things that were happening. And sitting on, uh, laying in bed, like nothing ever happened. But some some nights when I would be you know up late night watching TikTok in my bed or what have you. Um, I'd hear these clicking noises, and my keyboard's very, very clicky, as you both can probably hear. So it's a very distinct sound, and at first I took it as nothing. I thought I was just losing my mind, because you actually have to push down to have the keyboards make a clicking sound. So at first I thought, oh, maybe like I accidentally kicked off like part of my blanket or something on that, and didn't really think much of it. But... The thing that was most terrifying was when I asked my roommate, Jespin, if, like, he heard it. And I was going to ask him about it, but I didn't really get up to the chance to. And then one night, it wasn't pretty late, and he was still awake. And I asked him, I was like, did you hear my keyboard clicking? And he said that he had, and as well as like my monitors would sometimes turn on when I wasn't here, or in in the night it still happens. Like I'll get like a grayish green on one of my monitors. So I mean, Jasmine, do you have anything? Like you lived in the same room as me. Do you have anything else? I know the same thing as you said that one night when you were we were just talking, and you're like, "Did you just hear that?" I, I pointed out, I was like, "Yeah, I've been hearing that for a while." I just thought your computer did that. Well, and then we also had the. Um, the razor, the manscape thing, mm-hmm. that just all of a sudden started going off. 
and then fell off. Well, it wasn't the only thing that's fallen off. In our bathroom, we have a thing above our toilet that holds a bunch of our stuff, and stuff just randomly falls off of it onto the ground. In the middle of the night, in the middle of the day, just with no warning at all, no reason to, it just falls off. Yeah, I remember the uh, the razor turning on. Like, you have to push that button down to get that thing to turn on, and well, then you couldn't even get it off. No, like, it would just keep on going. And then, again, I think it fell off because of the vibration when it was going. But that's not the only right. thing that's fallen off. We've no. had many things like shampoos and stuff like that just fall randomly down. Eli, you haven't, I, I don't know if you've ever asked this, but you haven't seen anything in your room, have you? No, in my room, surprisingly, I don't really have any issues. Um, obviously, your guys' room is the one that has all these issues at West. But, um, like, going back to what Skyler said with his keyboard, like, it is very loud, but you have to push down pretty hard, too, though, to get, like, those buttons going. And so the fact that that, and with the shaver, uh, the Manscaped shaver, it, they're both things that, like, you have to put quite a bit of force to get them going, and it's, it's something that's scary, especially, like, here at West, because we're quite far away from the graveyard and all of that and so to, to be like still experiencing it here it's like it questions like maybe something followed us here from new res or something I, like that I, I, I truly think something did i don't know i was gonna ask out of yeah. that if he thinks that it followed us and it just it jumped off from me to him or something yeah maybe it's just because it's like your room and I know our rooming situation's switching up next year, so who knows? Maybe it's going to be different next year. Like, but like, just every year we're going to have something going for us, and it's always I feel like near the end of the years, like it really starts going because it. I feel like they know that we're not going to be there anymore, so it's. I just find it very interesting. So, um, Eli. Speaking of, like, different rooming situations, like, we didn't live in the exact same room last year, but we were on the same floor, just a few doors down. So we used to hang out with you and our old roommate, Sterling. Um, again, he's not here with us right now. Did you have any um, experiences uh, that you can remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, so, yeah, you guys lived, obviously, like, a door down and across the hall. Uh, and you guys face the McKendrick campus. You guys face the um, Walton dorm. Yep. Whereas I, my window was open to um, the McKendrick graveyard. So mine looked out over the McKendrick graveyard. And I didn't have a single room like you guys. I shared a room with uh, my roommate, Sterling, uh, who currently doesn't go here anymore. But um, we would constantly see lights. And... You say, oh, maybe it's people visiting family or whatnot. Um, I don't think people visit a graveyard at 1 a.m. In, in the middle of the week, nonetheless. And it wouldn't move at all. It would just be a concentrated light. And it would be there for hours. Like, we would check it at, say, 11 o'clock. And, we, I mean, we're college students. We don't go to bed very early. So it would be, like, 1.30, 2 a.m., and we look out and it hasn't moved at all. So like we would just have those constant lights and Jespin, I know specifically has like seen there and been freaked out especially by them. And yeah, it's just, 
that was probably the biggest thing for us was having seen those lights and looking right out in the graveyard. I remember it's. I think I was leaning on Sterling's bed and I was just talking to both of you guys and I just look out all of a sudden I was like, what the heck is that? And there's just a constant light and it's not like it was. I was the only person that saw it. You both came over. It took me a second to point it out, but you both saw it right away, mm-hmm. and it was consistent. We would see it mostly at night. I think we looked at it during the day the one time. We never saw it. We were trying to figure it out, and it's only at night when we saw it. Yeah, um, we even went in into the graveyard to like yeah. do investigate and see if like maybe there was a reflection or something that that's what we were seeing. But no, and the weird thing was it wasn't every night, but it was very consistent, and that was the weird thing was there wasn't a reflection that it could have been off of so it's like what was it and that's that's the biggest mystery for us all right so um then we're gonna go on to like our final story it's from a roommate that a roommate slash teammate that no longer goes here but his big thing was when we would wake up for 6 a.m practices um he was all the way at the end of the hallway and to walk to the parking lot or yeah to get to the door to go to the parking lot he had a long walk and it was a the hallways are always dark in new res and he would always say he could see like figures at the end of the hallway like before you get to the door and so that was his big thing and it's a little terrifying to think about but like me being i was do two doors down from him and i wasn't as far as him i was in the middle and i would also like get that experience too like not where i would see it but i'd get a feeling like someone was watching me and like it just makes you wonder maybe that's where the handprint came from maybe that one of them followed us here it's like maybe those are the ones that we experienced i know you you guys also had to wake up for the 6 a.m. Did you guys ever feel like that or experience it? Mm, I, I don't know. I was obviously at that time I was half awake and I wasn't paying attention, but mm. I it did not feel right in the morning because I lost that. Like, it always felt like something was breathing down your neck. Your hairs were on sticking up. You had goosebumps. It's it just didn't seem right. It was dark in the hallway. You're right across from a graveyard. You don't know what's at the end of the hall. You can't see it. It's, it's it was pretty dark for yeah. like. Yeah, there should definitely be more light, time. especially since they know athletes are getting out that early for practices. I don't. Know. It's. I never really saw anything, but I could definitely feel something. Yeah. I mean, I think that. Um, I didn't really see anything late again because we were, you know, running out of bed and like, eyes were like water, probably watery. Like we had no like conscious of like what was going on. It was keep your head down and just move. I feel like I experienced anything with that dark hallway was probably late nights on like weekends when like we'd come back and you know it'd be three four o'clock and there would be no one there yeah. like not a soul was awake and like i was wide awake at that point and just walking from you know the walkway in new res from that area and just looking down was always terrifying because no lights no anything and i think Torin was on to something and he said that he saw like vain figures or you know dark shadows that wouldn't normally be there if the lights were on yeah and another thing is like for there being like 30 boys on that single floor 30 plus boys it was pretty quiet and like we're all college students and i know for a fact 
not everyone was asleep by 12 a.m. or whatever it may be, especially on a weekend. And that was my biggest thing is like, it's not like McKendry builds, builds, builds these walls very thick. So it's like the fact that it was always so quiet and pretty pitch black at night, especially. It's like, it just makes you question a lot of it and how terrifying it really is. Alright, well, we've gone over four really, you know, individualistic and personal stories. And I know that a bunch of people that we have going on later will discuss more of the McKendry side, the buildings, you know, the atmosphere, the history of the school and how some of those stories might be able to relate to ours. Maybe we could find more solutions to what was going on. Maybe we, our hypothesis will become true that the school actually did build on a graveyard and there is a reason why, you know, spirits were trying to, you know, mess with you, Jespin, or something like that. Followed us home because we might be the ones being blamed for that, those kind of things. Um, do you have any other remarks you want to say, Jespin, about what you experienced at New Res last year? I mean, I just definitely think there's something in New Res. I don't think it's just what happened to me. I think it happens to others. We just don't hear about it, so maybe we'll hear about it. But I, I, being across from the graveyard, being so close to that graveyard, it's it's very likely that there was there's something underneath that they built on top of, or the fact that. Even in the town of Lebanon, I was talking to our friend Stowe's house, how we went up in that attic and came back and weird things started happening. It's, it's a strange, it's I, I, not just the graveyard in my opinion, I think it's all over town. I think this small town, like there's the ghost tours in the city that you could do. I think it's just something related to the town itself. Oh yeah, so, you know, just recapping, we have our story about the little hand that Justin consistently saw. Uh, you have my story with the um, great in the graveyard, constantly seeing a light that doesn't move but is always there. And then you have Skyler with the um, keyboard and his monitor, like constantly turning on and clicking and whatnot. And then finally, we have the figures at the end of the hallway, and just how all these really have no explanation. And you know, as a school people probably don't talk about it like Jespin said with it um, being people don't always believe in this type of stuff but it's something that we need to take into consideration and so we'll see w with other people doing their podcasts and what they find out about this school as well. I, I think something that we need to do is uh, with the situation with your computer Skylar I think we just need to leave the dock open and see what happens if it starts typing again to see what it says to see if it's trying to say anything or if it's just random letters might need a second episode figuring well, out yeah figuring out if that's real or it's just I mean it I says something I'm leaving I'm, I'm not worried we're in the room right now it could be <laughs> listening right now and do something who I mean, knows yeah I mean, it, you, it's clicky it, it's very it's loud it's very but yeah i mean well thank you jespin for taking the time out of your you know finals ish time to talk with us about your experiences i know you're our roommate but i know you have personal life and other things to do glad to be a part of it and uh yes uh eli and i are very grateful to do this podcast and we're looking forward to hearing all of everyone else's ghost stories oh yeah it's been fun <laughs>